you know when you poop and then you wipe your ass and then but you like didn't like wipe the best or there was still some left you know in your butt yeah and later on it comes out a little bit that's mud butt the um, Asian Avengers, so weak. The, the Asian <laughs> Avengers, so weak, so so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa, whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got, got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? Like you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast. Oh, snap. Podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues nobody goes to fuck about. Fuck that. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And we're back, baby. I don't know where we keep going, but we keep coming back. <laughs> we're back, baby. We're back. I, we are. I meant we're back as in you're back. I'm back. I'm back from my trip. Yep. Um... Yeah, we uh, we didn't have you last week, so I just did it in the computer room alone. And uh, as you do, you know what I'm saying. It sounds wink, wink. <laughs> if you listen to my intros and compare and oh, contrast, yeah. it, I sound so sad and angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to go to that place right now. It's a it's a, it's a sad time. It's a dark place. Yeah, man. I mean, I think maybe it's time to reveal to our listeners that uh, actually there is no Mike Nguyen. This is all just Fume Abe, <laughs> and he's he's straight up uh, fight clubbing this whole thing. <laughs> I, I kind of dress like Tyler Durden. You're my Tyler Durden. Like, you don't actually exist. <laughs> I don't actually exist this whole time. So you record all you talking. Then you record all yourself friends, as me talking. All my friends think I'm a psycho. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Fumi for so long. He just starts making soap and shit. Oh, my God. And meanwhile, I, I wear Hawaiian shirts all the time. Oh, my I God. I have funny glasses. That's hilarious. If I... Uh, 10 years later when I'm like all better mentally <laughs> all better. and I look at my like uh, comedy flyers yeah. and it's just Hack City just me it's just you it's just, it's just me. you like just like no, flashback there's never been it's Mike always Nguyen. been just me yeah wow oh, that's a good angle right there that is a good angle he becomes famous I don't know what angle that is but it's a good one oh, it's, uh, I think it's the insanity angle that's yeah, a good one it is a good one well uh, yeah well anyway so uh, we're back and aka Fumi and Tyler Durden are back yes we're back so there's three of us yeah. two of us who knows <laughs> let's count somebody come over here and count who knows um, I got some shit to talk about man I was doing some yeah man you've been making moves I've been making moves yeah. well I've been trying but it's not really working out but doing some comedy things has been kind of interesting so Ooh. the most recent development was that this just spoilers i didn't get it so it's not that big of a deal but i got hit up to audition for a pretty big part in the tv show crashing uh, on hbo yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which listeners if you don't know that's a show on hbo um featuring pete holmes and it's about his stand-up comedy life when he was coming up but uh so that was cool and i'm not really an actor as i've said multiple times mm. so uh i was kind of nervous about it I, usually i do these acting things and they always go so badly because <laughs> i can't act no acting is so hard it's so fucking it is the hard. opposite of stand-up that's it's, why i do stand-up that's why we do stand-up. and it's the worst sometimes when they come in they're like okay i want you to read for like this confident boyfriend driving a, a sports car i'm like well i'm never gonna have any i don't i've never so. been a boyfriend i've never <laughs> owned a, a car of any kind i never i mean you know i got scared driving a smart car the other day in new york city so i'm like i can't go over to go too fast (laughs) so uh so yeah it's usually like that but this time it was the role was for a comedian in college Mm -hmm. who uh is he's opening for pete holmes and he's very eager to meet him yes and so what's funny is i've been telling you guys on some of these podcasts how i I do colleges now i'm a college comedian Mm -hmm. so i go out and i meet these people and and most recently at new hampshire I hosted a comedy competition. Mm -hmm. So there were some of these kids there who were like, oh, it's so cool. You're from New York. I got that interaction. So I used that as inspiration, did the audition. It went pretty well. 
And then they ca- they called me back for a uh, oh, a callback. Callback. Callback is when they want to see you again to see if you are a good fit. But this callback, unlike other callbacks I've done, was like a chemistry read. Mm. And a chemistry read is when you actually read the part with the principal actors. Wow. So I read with Pete Holmes. Wow. And I got to meet him and all the directors and all the film people, the producers, and uh, it was fucking cool, man. Was he was he cool? Was he was it yes. was it just like him? It was in real he, life. Yes. Well, I mean, I've seen him live a bunch of times. Yeah. But he was like super goofy. Like right off the uh-huh. bat, we were making jokes, cracking jokes. At oh, each that's other. cool. He did some Asian jokes. You know, I made some jokes about him being tall. Uh, you know, the classics. Oh man, you. <laughs> I love I love when I love when uh, when when people make fun of your ethnicity and then you hit them back with something attractive about them. Ooh, you're so tall. Hey, hey, your penis is huge. Uh, so um, that's cool though. You got to meet yeah, him. Yeah, I got to meet him, and then we. So like, now he knows who you are. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, he's not gonna remember who I am, you know, oh, a week so. from now. But uh, I think they're filming this week, so fuck you to whoever got the part. Um, yeah, fuck you. Probably I don't know who who's a who's a success. It's probably Ken Jeong got it. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Jeong gets everything. He books everything. God damn. So yeah, that was really cool. Um, I felt like, but you know the thing about acting is I don't know, I don't know if any actors are listening to this, but the good thing about comedy is that well I don't know if it's a good thing, but at least if you're like a stand-up comedian, you don't have to be successful to do it. You know, I could just what? do comedy. I can go oh, to an open I mic. See. I can produce my own show. I could do it. I yeah, you do can just comedy. do it. Right. I could do the thing that I'm telling people that I am. Mm-hmm. But if you're an actor, like you can't simply just act. Mm. You know, you can't just go out every night acting. You, you, right. You, there isn't a, yeah, you have to be kind of, tr- I guess you could act and just be in one of those like community theater things. You can't, but who's doing that every night? Which I think mm. you should be, right? I don't know. Like, how do they get practice if you're just working like as a, at a restaurant auditioning? Right. So you're really acting for like 25 seconds at a time. Right. In like three week intervals whenever you get an audition. So yeah. like, depending on how successful you are or what, how good your agent is. So like... I don't know. I was just thinking like, oh, you know, it's kind of nice that, you know, act, I think I'm getting better at acting, but this is three years after I started auditioning for things. So, yeah. Um, Which is so about that. right. Yeah. Because you're going to suck dick for like a long time. That's true. And I'm also no, you know, I mean, I did take you're an not, acting class, right. but I'm not like trying but to But you're not like sitting there doing but lines. I think I, mad props to people who are doing acting because Dude. I think it's crazy that it's too, it's kind of like this. I was very excited about auditioning for Pete Holmes. Didn't get the part, got the callback, didn't get the part, but I felt good about it. I yeah. was in a good mood. But that's dangerous because I didn't get the job. And if you're an actor... Yeah, and this is your thing. This is like your break. This is your thing, right? And it's kind of like gambling. They say people get addicted to gambling because the feeling of when you win mm. and the feeling of when you almost win is mm, the same. It's like, oh, snap. And that's why people get hooked to gambling because they, they're like, oh, I almost won. But the truth is you did not win. Mm. So you should stop gambling. Right. But they want to chase that high. So same thing with acting. I didn't get this. But you were But close. I felt like I got it. It's like... Yeah, it right? is. Yeah. And so... It doesn't really change my life, but if you're like an or actor, I feel like maybe that's that's why people just act for like 20 years and work at a restaurant for because, 20 years because yeah, they don't know when so to close, stop. Because you're so close, right. And, and they feel you like always think getting, that you're almost there. Yes, and it's it's dangerous, you know? I always tell my friends who are actors, uh, one of my good friends, Anne-Marie is an actor, a- actress, and she, I, was, I always think that acting, unlike comedy, is, it's it's so much about not just are you good at acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is true for everything, but it's like directly, like you getting a part is also direct for a guy, like directly proportional to how much of a six pack do you have? Yes. You know, like yes. I always, I always used to watch like terrible sh- shows like uh, whatever shows on TNT or, you know, like whatever CBS horrible show. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's got this guy. And he's just handsome. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> handsome. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, like that he doesn't even have a name. It's just right. handsome. And also blonde chick 
and right. also you know like spicy latina like yeah yeah you know yeah, like yeah. those you can are, tell when you read the script you can tell yeah. You just um, know what they're going to do. I, I remember you and I both went and we read for something for Comedy Central. Comedy Central. Oh, my God. I remember that. Oh, my God. Hey, I was the, so the, bad. The autistic karate guy? Yes. We, oh, I was doing, my we, God. I did so badly. And, <laughs> so did I. But we were all sitting there together. And at least in that role, they were looking for like an idiot. Yeah. Right. So that kind of made sense for comedy. But then next door, they were just looking, auditioning for, you know, an Oral-B like toothbrush commercial <laughs> and the, and the girl who was auditioning for i remember there was just one girl at the time who was just waiting she was like the prettiest girl i had ever seen yeah ever ever <laughs> ever ever seen and she was like one out of a hundred that they were like gonna see that day oh you know? my god and it's for just like that toothbrush yeah commercial? but that's like what you're going up against so it's like oh it'd be Ooh. nice if you can act but it'd be even nicer if you were hot absolutely you know? like, absolutely so i just think that I mean, I mean, that's the reason why I got the callback, I think, because I, I looked young. Yes. That's the first thing they said to me. You're like, a tiny they're man. They're like, oh, you look perfect. <laughs> they said, you look perfect. And I'd never been told that ever yeah, <laughs> about my physicality. So yeah. I was like, ooh, hello. You know, we're, so we're out here trying to fight for those little tiny man roles. Yeah. Give, yeah. give it to me, Hollywood. Give it to me. <laughs> what makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, guys, we're back with more race news. That's race, race news. This is what we just talked about. Uh, shit happening on the news that has to do with race, uh, kind of our expert topic. So this week, big on news. It's everywhere. It's on CNN. It's everywhere. Roseanne Barr. Dude, that, th- that I mean, that for, as a, at the time of this recording, which is Wednesday, the 30th of May, mm-hmm. uh, what, did that happen last night, really? It I happened mean, yesterday. Like, yeah. I, I tweeted about it. Yeah, it happened like less than 20, like 24 hours ago. 24 yeah. hours ago. Yeah. And what did you just recap for our people who don't know? Okay, well, if you don't know, you should fucking look it up. But if you, if you don't want to do that, basically, Roseanne Barr, she's got uh, she's a comedian, stand up comedian. Uh, she's very Republican. She has a TV show uh, called Roseanne, and she plays a Trump supporter. But I think that's who. Oh, you're like really rewound re- it. Yeah. Yeah, she well, has, she's on this thing called television. <laughs> yes. But, anyways, so she's got this show, whatever. But she's always been known over the years as like really right wing sure. comedian. Uh, and then yesterday she tweeted, uh, if Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals Valerie Jarrett. Mm. Valerie Jarrett is uh, the senior, senior advisor. advisor for Obama. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this came up. Like, did she mm-hmm. do something? I don't I don't think so. It came out of nowhere. It just came out of nowhere. And then she deleted it. She did. But it was too late. It was too late. Because of the internet. Internet, so can't was, delete anything from the internet, so bro. so people freaked out. It was all over the news. ABC called Roseanne directly. Wow. Disney owns ABC. The CEO of Disney called Roseanne, and then they canceled the show immediately. Yo, within within you, an hour. 
Can you imagine being the CEO and like your grandson came in and be like, yo, dad, did you see what Roseanne tweeted, bro? Oh, my, that's probably what happened. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I cannot even believe this. This oh, is not what my. Disney represents. And then he like gets out of his, uh, I don't know, probably Disney harem that he has. <laughs> and he goes and he, he has to call out, call out the CEO of ABC and it keeps going down and yeah. down and down. And then they call Roseanne and they're like, you've gone too far. It's fucking, I mean, well, what's, what's crazy is so she took it down and then she kind of apologized by saying that she was on Ambien. Dude, so she didn't really mean it. That is an amazing defense. <laughs> and did you see what uh, the company that makes Ambien tweeted? No. The company that makes Ambien tweeted... They responded uh, so fast. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, uh, you know, our drugs are, are known to have many side effects. Racism is not one oh! of them. That is sick. <laughs> That's funny. That's a sick. As an advertising person, props, so much props, and as a comedian, a double props. That was probably like somebody's funny son who came up with that. It exactly. was not, because these pharma companies. They're, this they, is you know. really, yeah, this is really a war between like two teenage boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, Roseanne, what did you think about, I mean, what did you think about this tweet? I feel... I was actually kind of surprised because like people say sort all sorts of stupid vile shit now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They say all sorts of stupid shit. Yeah. And I feel in some way she said worse stuff. Uh, maybe 10 to 20 years ago, she posted a picture. <laughs> I say posted. I have no idea where this was posted because this was like before Facebook and all that. Right. But she posted a picture of her dressed like Hitler um, pulling out ginger man cookies from the <laughs> oven, but Jesus. they're like Jews. Jesus. It's really on the nose. And, Damn. And she didn't get fired then. But right. They're like, well, that's okay. And then this tweet about this black woman, no. Yo, now we live in 20, 2018 and you, shit gets crazy. You know, though, is that <clears throat> Roseanne, I think, was like the first hit that ABC had, like a bona fide hit that ABC had for a long time. You mean the new one or the old one? The new one. The oh, new so one it, it was really popular. It's very popular. Wow. And you know that it's going to be picked up again because there are going to be... It was like number three or number two behind like uh, This Is Us and like Monday Night Football. On CNN, they showed a clip of Trump. This is mm -hmm. when he was like running for the election. He was like talking about how Roseanne is like a huge hit. It's got 18 million views. Yes. You know, Viewers. you and I were writing a spec script for Fresh Off the Boat. I was on the Wikipedia just looking at views and stuff. So yep. Fresh Off the Boat got like their highest episode got like four million. Mm -hmm. So this is like it is almost it's a, five times. It's a, it's a it's a hit. And like you know, it's sustained. You know, it's it's following all throughout. I didn't I didn't watch any episodes because I'm fucking a millennial and I don't watch TV like right, that. Right, right, right. Uh, and so I don't know, but you know, the the reviews were like sort of mixed about it. I think from the critics, people thought it was like it's interesting. The the weird thing is that like she like the character Roseanne has always been very blue collar. Yeah. And in the show, it's I remember watching the old show when I was a kid. Yeah. And it was like super depressing. Oh, I mean, it's funny. It is. Yeah. It's very good writing. Yeah. But and it was, was that also like ch like right wing charged? Well, it was more. It was more class conscious. It was more see, about the but fact see, that's way more palatable. I think. Yeah. I think so too. And uh, the character of Roseanne was, you know, a working class person just trying to like do her best. I recognized her. I didn't watch the show either because I think I'm too young. But I recognized her from the um, Return of Last Comic Standing. Yes, she's like judge. a sh shitty. Um, it's not shitty, but it's like a very minor. Um, yeah. TV show. I don't even know what channel it's on. About it's like a stand-up comedy competition. Although uh, we would love to be on that. Yes, please, 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 please book us. We have some friends who are on that. I do. Um, and I used to watch them when I was younger because that fan was on it and yeah. he won. Yes. But Roseanne Barr was a judge this year, and I didn't really. You know, obviously there are like um, non-white comedians on the show. Not once did I sense that she didn't like minorities or. I don't know. I just that's why I was just so confused. Well, I mean, maybe she said all sorts of racist stuff that they ended up cutting yeah. out of the thing. 
got the you know, bloopers. The blooper reel where that she was just so makes funny. one of black guy. Well, you can't say that on TV. <laughs> Good job, but I wish you were white. Okay, we're gonna have to cut that. We're gonna have to cut that part, producers. Um, just but cut Twitter, to audience laughing. Yeah, exactly. This is the age we live in, where Twitter makes decisions for us. I know. You know, like Twitter made Donald Trump. Twitter decided to cut. Made the decision, forced the decision to cut. Um, you know Roseanne. this this Roseanne thing, right? Because before it was like if, if Roseanne said a horrible thing, and you know just like posted her weird Nazi picture, like yeah. people would have to find that, and it would be hard right, to you right, know, and right, then, right, right. you know, there, eventually if it got to the news, it they, when you get to the news, there's context and stuff like that. So yeah, I, also probably like a month after. Yeah, it would something. take forever, Hell, but now instant, this one, man. boom, she has the ambient. Yeah, boom, she tweets. <laughs> boom, uh, Disney CEO's grandson hears about it. Boom, 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 canceled. Yeah, and it's just like wow, and this is this is a hit. And let's just say we haven't heard the end of it because someone's going to pick this up. I feel like like Fox Fox cable channel will pick it up or something. Yeah. So there's a lot of money in this, man. Did you read these other just for a second? And usually I'm not this liberal, but did you read the other people who are defending her? It's like, oh, well, mm -mm. you know, like, uh, you know, um, John Oliver and and all these other left comedians, like they make fun of people, how people look Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. You're fucking missing the point, dude. You can't call it's like you can't call somebody a fucking ape. You know what I'm saying? Those people are actually admitting like, well, she does look like an ape. Therefore, we should make fun of them. You fucking idiot. Sweet, sweet defense, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but excuse me, in uh, in Roseanne's defense, she is black. You know, like that is what they're they're like they're saying, and it's like uh, it's, it's so off the point. Yeah, I don't. This is people. I mean, is it even? I, th- I feel like it's beyond racism. It's not. It's it's so bad that it's not. You, it's so just dumb. simply calling it racist is is not is not enough. It's not it, enough. It, it's just like a very mean. Yeah. I don't know what the objective was. I don't know. This brings me to my other point. I think the whole point is that old people should just not be on technology. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. She might have been trying to text her daughter or something. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Dude, this is because been... you know, boys, all the all the guy listeners, you know, we have texted in a group chat some ratchet ass shit about ladies. Yo, dude. But that shit does not get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do not want to. It's 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 meant for the group chat. No. She thought maybe she just thought she was like texting one of her girlfriends. Who hey, were, you know, take out this funny horrible thing I'm about to say. Yes. And it's like, oh, Roseanne, you crazy girl. I yeah. can't wait to see you later for brunch. Exactly. And then she was on. She didn't know she was on Twitter. Boom. Because she can't see because she's fucking old. <laughs> so I don't know if you're. I think if you're above the age fifty, stay off Twitter. Just stay not off 40, Twitter. Right? Just focus on making money or something. Which is what she could have done. <laughs> That's what she should have done. That she could have been more, made more uh, money. Oh, she's so stupid. I'm sorry. Well, hire us. Uh, we are back with. Is this, I don't even know what this is. Is this race news? You no, know, this is this is uh this is an interesting literature segment. Literature segment. Yeah, me. Ooh, I think over this part later on, yeah, put on a little bit of violin music or something, <laughs> and we'll talk with British accents for a little bit. That's <laughs> no, a terrible accent. But so yeah, we want to recommend a book to you guys. This is not even actually a book. It's actually a short story that uh, Eddie Wong wrote. Shouts Eddie, Eddie Wong from Vice, and it's called "Single Asiatic Male Seeks Ride or Die Chick," and it's available on Amazon for two bucks, or it's free if you have Prime, which I have Prime. Ah. So it was free. Prime is not our sponsor, but you know we promote them anyways because we we sponsor Prime. We sponsor Prime. Yeah, with yeah. money. Take that. <laughs> Take that. Take Prime. that. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. I ah, hope you like billions of dollars. Um. Yeah. But anyways, I you know, I read it today. It was free, and uh, it's interesting. It was just about uh, how he met his girlfriend. Her mm-hmm. name is Julie, mm-hmm. and they met online, mm-hmm. and it's about how he got her, and it takes him from. It was love at first sight all the way until he, he gets her to say, I love you back to him. Oh, wow. That's that journey. Yeah. 
So it's very sweet, um, I guess. It's a little bit, you know, more emotional. Like we're seeing an emotional side that we don't really see Eddie Wong. Yeah, usually Eddie Wong's all about like eating food, smoking weed, yeah. and like it's caviar and bitches. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah, you know? exactly. Wear, yeah. Wearing funny hats or something like that. Yeah, but this one he gets a little emotional. Okay. Um, you know, all the dialogue in this is text messages. Ah. He releases text messages, so it's kind of interesting. That's the part that was, you know, there's a lot of people who are, you know, have the school of that, but like neither of them are black but if you just read the text messages it just looks like two black teenagers texting each other right um but so they have the whole thing and then but it's just so hard to yes it's it's a sweet love story Mm. but like i don't know that he's really rich so it's not that sweet to me because (laughs) you know it starts out with like you know him swiping i'm like Mm. okay relatable okay and then they match and they exchange some flirty texts okay relatable but they don't. He he doesn't get to see her that often because he's like doing stuff in L.A. and she's like, I don't know what she does for a living, but she does stuff in New York. And then he decides to take her on a New Year's trip to some island. Wow. And so I'm like, already right, we lost me there. Yeah, and like, that's how you got her to say I love you. Yes, yeah, so it's like, well, if I could do that, that's sweet. I could get anyone to say I love you. I could yeah. get I could get dudes to say I love you. You know, <laughs> you get me um, to say I love you, man. So that's where I was lost. But basically, he goes over there, and then he can't get a boner. That's like the um. The drama of the story arc is mm. that's the challenge. Is too, many cannot, too, too many blunts, too many blunts to face get an erection, and then um, this is whole on brand for him. And then he, you know, she feels. I, but I don't know. This is it was all too perfect for me. And I know that this mm. isn't. I don't know if this is what actually happened or not. But I don't like it because uh, <laughs> because I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. Love is falling in love with somebody. It's an ugly process. It is, ugly. and for. A famous guy to just come out and be like, well, I couldn't get an erection, but I put her on a yacht, listened, plugged her podcast, and then we banged, which like, because she's a podcast or something. To put it like that, I don't know. I was like, this just sounds like a fictional Disney thing. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not real. It's like a Viagra commercial. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a commercial, basically, for right. Jared's or something. I don't know yeah. what the fuck. It's like too clean. Yeah, it's too clean, and I'm sure there were, you know, he took out some ugly moments, but... But this is a very our generation. I feel it's it's yeah. It's got a lot of '90s references. It does, yeah. It has yachts. Yeah, you know we love yachts. This yep. generation does. This generation really uh, loves yachts. And yeah. you know we. You ever read um, any Hemingway? You know, like uh, for whom the bell tolls. Mm. <laughs> I've only read that one about the guy without the dick. Yes. Uh, until the sun rises. Or something. Oh yeah. So yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one I was thinking about. Oh, okay. That's like back in the day. That's the same thing. You know, mm, so like um, I love that book though. So in that and so in that it's one, badass. Hemingway can't bang the girl because he's got the dick. He's got his dick blown off from yeah. World War One. Yes. Now our generation <laughs> didn't have World War One, and we got our dicks. <laughs> but we smoked too many blunts to the face, so eat too much food, get it eat, eat too much food. It's the same thing. <laughs> so you're saying this dude is Hemingway. You're saying that. Uh, <laughs> In our generation, our erectile dysfunction, our erectile dysfunction is, the equivalent, is the equivalent of getting your dick blown <laughs> off during World War One. So you're saying I should be more sympathetic because we have our own struggles, and this is every generation. This is our, forms. you know, this is our, 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 our struggle. It's and Eddie Huang, he's got this whole. He's got. I mean, we, you know, we wrote a spec script for, yeah. um, uh, fresh off the boat, yep, yep, and it's yep. got a very fresh off the boaty kind of feel to it because again all the references all of the he's very contradictory in a lot of ways because he's got this forward-looking you know he wants to kind of break the mold with being an asian man yeah but he does that by co-opting a lot of you know black vernacular and stuff yes, like that. And yes. i mean i do that too you should yeah. see my fucking bucket hat collection you know <laughs> but you know it, it 
it's a it's a contradiction in, in a lot of things and that's like kind of the whole point of being an asian dude you know even the title of it is like asiatic male you know sees ride or die chick yeah, yeah ride yeah. or die chick like that's kind of that's kind of a cool thing for an asian guy to say yeah but like no black people say ride or die anymore right you know it's, that's like a 2005 <laughs> dmx right right, right you know right, reference right. so we're like the this is the equivalent of like the white guy who's like still doing dabbing at a club <laughs> black people are like we were doing that four what years you, ago what the hell are you oh my god are you doing the harlem shake no stop that <laughs> so you know shouts to him for trying a, a new thing and it, yeah and like you like you said it got you to read yes that's I, amazing it's i mean i read the whole thing today and i was so proud of myself because i hate reading <laughs> i love that you 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 read a short story i'm so proud of myself you want a cookie you want a cookie for me you fucking illiterate fuck so it was cool man um so it was, it was it was nice it was nice i think you're right i think maybe i need to calm down a little bit well and, no and i mean you know things for what it is because you know people's problems today because we don't have what we do have wars but americans just fight them in different yeah, countries like, now, yeah, so. now, now we have other problems like being on a yacht and not getting a boner it it almost seems like two people wrote this you know what do you mean because it would be like yeah ride or die chick and then they'll have like this really el- like long kind of erudite phrase that yeah, he's yeah, uses, yeah yeah you know and then yeah. and then and uh, you know it's it's like his asian mom like was like don't forget your vocab and then he's like back to <laughs> he's back to yeah back yeah, to yeah, saying yeah, the yeah. n-word or something exactly. like that and I'm like, whoa shit. the n-word is in here actually oh my god yeah, dude because he's quoting he's quoting a uh, a black friend i assume he's mm, it's that's like it. his travel connect person oh i see i assume i'm assuming he's black um there's he didn't even get a name in this so he could totally be like a racist white guy but um he's the guy who suggests them who just who suggests that he takes her on an island which is like such a funny like yo bro where should i take this girl if i want to impress her you need an expert to be like island like is that what you needed eddie oh my god can you yeah i mean how bad are you at women if like if you're like oh man you know uh gina really uh, we've been so distant uh you know my my options as a starving comedian is like well i guess we i can like take her to a nice dinner or something (laughs) you know but he's just like island got it yeah got it i would um, use that i would hit island hit the island button so many times <laughs> just like oh shit i forgot uh you know to uh, bring home um you know that carton of milk island <laughs> on the island get on the island i'm sorry get on the island all right we're back with uh you know i would love to call this unsung heroes but they're very sung they're very popular so it's not really unsung hero this is more of like a Asian musicians shout out. Yo. Uh, so this today we're going to talk about BTS. Do you know BTS, Mike? Ooh, tell me more about BTS. BTS, I don't know what it stands for, but it's a K-pop band. Mm. And they have become the first K-pop act to hit number one on Billboard Artist Chart uh, in the US. Uh, Artist 100. Yes, Artist 100 Chart. And, and it's funny. They're speaking in Korean. They, it's pretty fucking amazing. They, I mean, I've not even heard anything about this, right? You know what I've been hearing about all fucking day? This what? fucking stupid Drake t- push a T. Yeah, thing. I don't even. I haven't followed it. I didn't. Have but you heard about it. I heard about it. But you know what? There's not. That's not, that's not number one. BTS is number one. Right. So that's what I was thinking about too. It's like how because I knew K-pop had like a niche following in the U.S. I didn't realize it was like Billboard number one kind of following. Like he's up to. They're up there with Drake. Meaning equal numbers of people are listening. Meaning where are these fucking people? So the thing is, is it's sort of like there's this whole underground not even underground because it's fucking popular yeah culture like subcultures of things so k-pop is one k-pop is is huge mm-hmm. i mean it is like a bigger draw than beyonce mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. people and you know in america because that's that's the thing in america what is important in america right it's like well you know beyonce and jay-z and Pusha yeah, t yeah. or whatever really yeah. big but in the world k-pop mm-hmm. is 
massive mm. and you know they have concerts which are ridiculous like in europe in in africa in southeast south america and in north america when they come here they have fucking tons of fans they're kind of like the russell peters of, yeah. of <laughs> but then like because you know the sort of uh you know gatekeepers of whatever it, are you know don't really listen to k-pop then mm-hmm. well it must not be cool let's talk let's keep talking about uh kesha yeah kesha instead yeah. oh White god rapping yeah, yeah. wow yeah, this is amazing she has almost <laughs> like a thousand followers you know versus like bts yeah so I, I don't know what the fuck there's seven of them i don't know what it stands for <laughs> there's seven of them yep and you know you know what's good is that they're, they're a boy band and i grew up with boy bands and girl bands yeah, was, in the was 90s. Huge, yes. Who, who are some of your favorite boy bands and girl bands? No, my favorite boy band shouts to Backstreet Boys. They have a new single out, by oh, the way. Oh, really? Yeah, no, they, they don't. No, they fucking, fucking don't. God. Why? You fucking look that up later. How old are they now? They've got to be like 47. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> this is their like retirement tour. They're, oh. trying, they're trying to make a little bit of money so they can go to Florida. No, they, <laughs> yeah, they, um, they, they're back. They have a new single. Is that ugly guy still there? Which one? The, the one who's who's always sings the second. You know the, the the running joke in America is like there's always one ugly guy in the boy band. Yes, I mean they they there's always like kind of a goofy one. There's yeah. always like the hot, the handsome, the hot one, the hot one. There's yeah. always one. You know, there's one ugly one. There's the secretly gay one. Yes, there's secretly gay one. That's a very American style. So like Americans, we can't we had a, a surgence of them in like the 80s with like uh, New Kids on the Block. Yeah, that was like yeah. the old. Well, I guess you know, kind of trace it back further. But then we had Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Now we don't really got any. I mean, it One Direction kind of came out, you know, with the whole yeah, UK but, thing. You know, but like, you could argue that Th- Destiny's Child was a girl band, right? Kind I mean, of. that's true. But they, but what happens is with One Direction too and the Jonas Brothers, they just break off and the leader just does. Then the, they do the one right because there's a, the guy from One Direction has right. like he has his own solo career because but, it's more money. But K-pop, they got like boy band after boy band. Like that's yes. the thing. Yes, they 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 some like back going boys, since like the 80s. Yeah, and NSYNC came over there. And 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 the Korean producer was like, "Stop, stop all music. We we got what we need. This is it. This is everything. <laughs> Let's just do this over and over and over and over again." And for whatever reason, maybe because of some stupid Confucius collectivism, like they're all about <laughs> having eight people on stage instead yes, of one. seven is a lot. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Um. But the, the, that's Wu Tang level. The, yes. But the cool thing about K-pop bands and the way it's, it's sold a little bit different in Korea, but they really build a narrative for each person. Yeah. So. In the U.S., it was like Justin Timberlake, Lance. What's the other guy's name? Who knows? No, not in K-pop, dude. <laughs> like they know everybody's names. All the fans know their signs, their zodiac signs. They yeah. know where they like to get their sandwiches. Like it's a whole, it's a life experience. It's not uh, just the music. It's see, like that's so, smart because now they got one dude for every kind of girl. Oh, they're called the Bangtan Boys. I'm saying that like such a fucking American. That's Bangtan sure. Boys. Bangtan Bangtan Boys. BTS. <laughs> Get these Bangtan Boys out of here. Bangtan Boys. It's probably here. a city in Korea or something. I'm yeah, not really yeah. sure. First of all, we, we were talking about how there's like you know in American boy bands there's like the hot one, the sexy one, the yeah. secretly gay one. Uh, Asian bands all secretly gay. Okay, look look at these. <laughs> they're all gay. Um, so. Uh, there's seven of them. I don't know if I want to do all of them, but you know we'll go through some of them just so you guys can know who these people are. So BTS consists of seven members: RM, Jin, Suga, J-Hope, V, Jimin, and Jungkook. Um, I think Jungkook is the ugly one. He's over here. Um, he's he's still the most handsome person I've ever I've ever seen. Yeah, but this guy this guy's pretty. I'm a fan of him. He's pretty cute. Can I say that on here? I think you can. I think we he's just cute. do. And uh, but these two, are, I'm not a fan of these two. I don't, I don't know which <laughs> see, one you, is. See, you've already got. You've I'm already, already in. I'm already, already in. You're, I'm already, in. you're like, I don't oh, like Korea. That guy. They got me. You know, 
I already have my favorites. So I, there was this uh, there was this comedy show I did, like comedy sketch show I did, where I opened for them. And wait, uh, for for BTS? No, not for BTS. <laughs> oh my god! If I had opened for BTS, <laughs> my, I would be so dude. rich. You don't understand. You couldn't open for BTS. Why not? There's no way you'd get booed. No, because I would go up there and they'd be like, "Wow, he's ugly," and then <laughs> BTS is even handsomer. <laughs> I no, I opened for this comedy show that was yeah. about K-pop. It was a K-pop and I learned all these things. Thing. Yeah. Yes, and I learned about this. Uh, it's called the, um, your favorite one member is called your bias. That means it's your favorite guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, so that's what, that's what basically this is, and this is a breakdown of each member, and uh, we're gonna just tell you a little bit about them. So the leader. You're gonna of, show how we talk about each one. It's gonna we're gonna be here for like forty. No, minutes. we're gonna do, we'll do like two. Okay, we'll do RM. We'll do <laughs> RM and uh, RM. He is the leader. Look at him looking. I don't even know what he's doing. I don't know what this pose is. I guess he- that's a that's pose number seven. I think <laughs> that they always do. Stage name R M. His old stage name used to be Rap Monster. Oh, that's what it stands for. See, they always have a rapper. Yeah, and there's one guy who's like the designated rapper. But they they kind of come and go though. It's sad. Oh yeah, no. So what always happens to them too is uh, they will become of military age, and then wait, they they have wait. to break up. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, that happens that, all the time. That is that's. The- <laughs> That's the Korean barrier. Is that's like, the Korean thing, dude? Oh my god! And, so, and then they have to like kind of exceptions remount. for like cute no, boys. No, there's no exceptions. Wow. Which is thug as fuck, by the way. That is that is pretty fucking. <laughs> it's cool. Like I don't care how pretty you are. Get this gun and get over there. And there's I feel like a landmine. once you go to the army, you can't come back and do K-pop. No, so they, they seen the truth. Well, they 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 can't because they're older. You know, um, by the time you're in your guy, like late twenties, this or guy's whatever. born in ninety four, so he's he's not that young. That's true. He's only uh, five years younger than me, so he's 23. So he must have already been in the army, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the army time Anyways, is. position, leader, main rapper. I like to have positions. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Zodiac sign, Virgo. So you know he's reliable. He's a leader. <laughs> Height, 5'11", weight, 147 pounds. Blood type A. Asians love blood types. Do you know your blood type? Mm, no, I don't. A is like uh, a, a is similar to when Americans say personality type A. Interesting. That's what A is. You, you don't know what yours is? No. You're probably an O. Look it up. I don't know what that means. It means you're like free. <laughs> <laughs> um, birthplace, can't pronounce it. Family, dad, mom, younger sister. Hobby, surfing the web. What a fucking sweet, millennial thing to say. Sweet hobby, just going just, on the internet. Yep. And uh, he studied in New Zealand. He he taught himself how to speak English and can speak it very well. I, did he write this? This is a weird sentence. <laughs> uh, despite his rough and tough image, I never thought that. Wow. He's very playful and relaxed. <laughs> Who did someone fuck him and write this? What the fuck, dude? This is out. This is just some one out of his four his, billion fans wrote his this. His favorite number is one. I don't. How do you know that? His favorite items are clothes, computer, books. You know though. You know what all this came from is this came from like a press release of his or something. Right, right. It's, because it's this is all a big machine. Yeah. You know. He likes cl- clear weather. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, if if he was a girl, he would date J Hope, which is another band member, because he's like the mother at the door. Oh, J Hope is dope. He uh, he. Oh yeah, this group was on um Ellen. Oh, on Ellen. I did watch her interview, and it's pretty funny. I mean, only one guy can speak English. One guy can like, speak English very well. Yeah. Is it RM? I guess it must be I RM. Think it's RM. Yeah. And everybody else is sort of like whatever. Yeah. Man, look at us. Now we know so much about. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they get you. Oh my god! They get you with like, oh fuck these fuckers, yeah, fuck and then you. you're like, but wait, you're just like, wait a minute, this is kind of tight. Actually, he actually oh. is a rap monster. This Yo, is... man, sick raps. Um, okay, so that's RM, and uh, I guess we'll just do one more for funsies. This is Jin. <laughs> he's a vocalist slash visual. Oh, he's handsome. He's a Sagittarius, so you know he's fucking passionate. <laughs> um, he's type 5'10". O. 
139 pounds. He's kind of fat. He's, ty- he's typo. He's like he's you. He's t- kind of fat. Yeah. <laughs> 5'10". He's 5'10", 140? Get out of here, that's bro. That's tiny. No, that's not that tiny if you're trying to be a K-pop star, dude. <laughs> no, man. Lose weight, bro. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm K-pop fat shaming you, dude. Wow, damn. Um, Family, parents, older brother, hobbies, cooking, playing video games on Nintendo, taking Selkas. What's a Selka? I have no idea. Selka. Shit. Have to look that up later. Shit. He blinks his left eye when he's hungry. I, really? Wow. Is, is that a... <sighs> I mean, here's the thing, though. If you're a fan... This is the shit you need to know because then yeah. you know like a little bit more than the other fan. <laughs> Hold on here. You say you're a fan. Uh, which eye does he blink when he gets hungry? Uh, is it his right or his left? Oh God, I'm not. I'm not a true fan. Then commit, you commit suicide. Oh God, he's a very good cook. Um, oh. His favorite foods are lobster meat and nyangmyeon. Nyangmyeon, yeah, which is a Korean cold noodles. That sounds delicious. It's actually really good. Jin thinks pink hair suits him the best. Buzzfeed interview, 2018. It's giving him a citation. It's like MLA style. It's wow. <laughs> Jin, t- this is this is important. Back to your point about the bias. Jin's ideal type is a girl who looks and personality is similar to that of a puppy, who's good at cooking, kind and takes good care of him. Mm, you know what though? This, so, this this he basically described all this fan base. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He, he noticed he didn't say, "Yo, I want a hot." Right. Right. Tall, no, no wait. Big titty girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He wants like a oh a girl who's like, you know, kind of meek. But also a dog. But also, <laughs> also a dog, and his middle little Harry. You know, it's like, oh, mm. yeah. I mean, I think. But that's... you know, what, at the same time, he's also describing me. <laughs> I love you. Call me. All right, everybody. That was uh, episode sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for sweet listening. 16. Yeah, sweet, sweet sixteen. Happy. Did you do anything for your sweet sixteen? Um. No, I don't think so. I don't like. I know some of my rich friends got cars and stuff, but got cars. Yeah, that's oh, a, yeah. that's a that's a sweet sixteen rich American thing. Yeah, get yourself a car. I remember a, my dad got me a car, and it was a nineteen eighty four Corolla. It was so it was almost <laughs> as old as me, and I had to like you know you can't you can't drive around in a thing. How much was it? Her. Do you remember? I mean, you know what's funny is that I'm making fun of it, and like in retrospect, I should have been so fucking thankful. He bought yeah. me a car. I mean, it was oh, like, that's nice. It wasn't a lot, you know. It was probably like uh fuck like. Five ish, yeah, five thousand. Yeah. But you know, I don't have five thousand right. dollars. That's to a lot give of money. To. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't hear I was being a dick about it. Oh my you know gosh, what I'm saying? because they Yeah, because all my friends had BMWs and like <laughs> eclipses. Oh, I wanted an eclipse so Me bad. Too. I wanted an eclipse and I wanted a Celica. Oh, I wanted a Celica. oh my god, dude! People would make fun of me. They're like, "Oh, dude, Celicas is so fucking weird." I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Fucking Celicas fucking are sweet. fucking sweet. Fucking, I still want it. I still might get I it. I still want a Celica. You know what? Fuck comedy. I'm gonna buy a Celica and get out of here. Anyways, uh, thanks Happy for listening. Sweet Happy Sweet 16. Um, what are we supposed to say here? Oh, you know, a couple announcements, I guess. Uh, our next comedy show, it's called Hack City Comedy Show, is on June 20th. It's a Wednesday, 8 p.m. at Black Cat LES. That's 172 Rivington. Come out. Uh, we're going to have a lot of famous comedians on there. Uh, I don't know who the lineup is yet, but it's going to be good. And uh, we had one fan come out last time. Let's try to make that two this time. Ooh, wow. So that's going to be 100% cool. growth. Uh, as always, uh, follow us on Instagram. You can find me at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. You follow me at NicePantsBro. And we also have an email address. That's Asian, not Asian, pod at gmail.com. Leave, email us. Leave us a review and comments. Let yes. us know what uh, favorite recipes you like. What do you think about Roseanne? And uh, just holler at us. No one has been doing that. I wish that they would, but they're oh, not. Fuck everybody here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we also have an Instagram at the same 
ad- address as our email, Asian at Asian Pod. So follow us on there too. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this one. This was a fun one. Bye.